and good evening. Thank you for tuning in to Still I Rise. I'm your host, Cherry Golightly. I just wanted to say, as a disclaimer, please do not substitute this podcast for any professional advice or therapy that you may need. I'm not a licensed professional, as in a licensed psychiatrist, psychologist, or therapist. So if you feel that you need to seek any type of professional advice, please do so. I always say, please think of me as that good friend that's sharing my life experience with you. And we can get through this together. As I mentioned, I'm still going through my journey. This is more of a, I guess you could say in a sense, this is my way of giving back and just telling you guys, sharing with you guys, you know, some of my feelings, some of my insights, and my experiences as I'm going through them. There'll be a few times or a few that I'm going to actually want to, you know, talk to you guys more about positive things that I was able to overcome and I was able to get a more clear um, view on things. However, tonight's a little bit different because things are, things today, this week got pretty heavy. As I mentioned in my intro, I am barely going through that process. I probably am a few steps in. Well, I have filed and he was recently served. Many of us, when it comes to filing to filing for a divorce, sometimes we avoid going down that path. Why is that? Because we're afraid of how they're going to react. Because we're afraid of retaliation. So we figured, we figured should we just avoid it? And then just continue to hide. Here's my insight on that. Once you make a decision that you no longer can be in that relationship or marriage. And usually when you feel that way. The relationship has become toxic to you. Whether or not you're at fault. Whether or not they're at fault. Or of course. Let's all be adults here and take accountability for our own shortcomings. And say that we're both at fault. Perhaps some of the things are not as heavy on one end as the other, but does it really matter? But my insight on that is If you feel that it's time to move on, I feel that filing for a divorce is like ripping a band-aid off. Sometimes you just have to yank it off. Once you've made up your decision, that is actually the time to do it. If you're not entirely sure, stick around Really take a step back and reevaluate the situation. If it's savable, 
and proceed with trying. But once you've exhausted all of your tries, and you know that you've done your due diligence to keep everything intact, and it just keeps falling apart, then it is time to move on. When it comes down to questioning yourself, truly, and you've got kids, please look at how it's affecting the kids. Many of us stick around as well and avoid that subject or avoid going through that door is because we're afraid of how our kids are going to, to feel. What I have to say is kids are very resilient. They will bounce back up. It will be hard for them. But us as the parents, we know what's best for our children. If you look deep down in your heart and you can sense that there's either any, any type of danger or there's any type of negative impact on the children, then you know that it's time to keep away. And no matter how hard or hurtful it can be because they miss the other person, once you've made that decision, you have to stay strong. Because at this time, it's no longer about just us. It's about our children and their well-being. And at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, how is this experience going to contribute to, you know, to them? Will it benefit them or will it tear them apart? Will they be traumatized by it? And our responsibility is to prevent any permanent damage to our children. So just recently, my former significant other was served with divorce papers. For whatever reason, I feel that he was not expecting that. Though we've had many spiteful conversations where he's told me, go ahead and drop the papers and I'll sign them. We tend to have those conversations and we're trying to call each other out on each other's bluffs. But I will say that my mind was completely made up. During the times that I had packed up everything and left, I had literally exhausted all my tries. I was hurt beyond the point where I just couldn't get back up and get back on that horse. The horse kept throwing me off and I did it for 11 years and I no longer could do it anymore. Sometimes I wonder, should I have stayed on that horse? Even though I knew that I wasn't happy to be on that horse anymore. Well, after I made, it, I made that decision, I followed through. I was well aware of what the situation was going to be afterwards, the aftermath. I was well aware that there would be possibilities that there could be retaliation, but I had to be ready for it. Well, with all that being said, 
I actually moved to a location which I thought that he was not aware of. This afternoon, to my surprise, I found boxes from our former home right in front of my porch. It didn't sit well with me. I just felt as if those boxes that were placed on my porch were a way for him to say, I know where you live. And of course, if I did not give him the permission to come to my home and he found my home, it's a very unsettling feeling. How do we deal with it? I would like to hear a few of your thoughts on how you guys would have dealt with it. I had to face my fear and I had to be very careful because once he was served, I had to be very, very cautious with what I said. I couldn't speak out of anger and say things that were very hurtful. So I calmed down and I had sent him a message and said, Please do not come to our home. This is our safe haven and you're frightening us, which I was. And so, as it turns out, his intentions weren't to threaten us or so it was said. It was a very scary feeling, but I had to face my fears and I had told him, you cannot do that. And I had told him that if he does that again, the cops would be coming. Because I did not feel safe. And I did not feel safe around the people that he was affiliated with. And of course, after he was served with divorce papers and the custody... He was not happy because I put barriers on him that he was not willing to provide. So when it comes down to that, especially when you're dealing with people that are abusers with substance, When we put those barriers or those conditions on them, it does not necessarily mean that we are, as they will be claiming, we are not putting them through any type of danger. We're not putting them through any type of, we're not harming them. If anything, we're holding them accountable as adults. Because at the end of the day, We want them to get cleaned up. At the end of the day, we don't don't hope for the worst on them. What we would like for them to do is to get themselves good, get themselves better, so that way we can see the best of them. Maybe not entirely the best, but we hope for them to get their life in order so that way those that we love the most, these children, can be around them and they may not see it that way they may see it as 
we're being mean. They may see it as we're just making things so hard for them. Well, here's my insight on a few things when it comes to that. It's not our job to make things easy on anybody, especially when it comes down to our children. It's not our job to make things much more better for them. It is our job to protect, protect our children. We're responsible for that. Because any, anything could happen, especially in the world of drugs. I understand. I get it. There's some times where we want to make sure that we are helping these people out. Helping our loved ones out that are going through this delicate stage. But somebody once told me that really told me something that really hit home. She had told me that during this time she had a thought in her mind about her, her two children and her husband out in the middle of the ocean. And she can only say, she has to let go of one person to save her children. So she had to let go of her husband. And that's how we have to look at it. But the sad truth about it is, is we shouldn't have to be holding on to our spouses that way. They should be helping us. They should be helping us keep the kids afloat. Sometimes when they go through these delicate stages... A few things will happen. There's times where it's like, you know, we're willing to do a, go above and beyond to help them overcome this sickness. But then sometimes you realize that no matter how much effort you put in, it's not really your responsibility to keep them clean. It's not your responsibility to, have, to make sure that they get help if they don't want to get help. They have to want to get help. They have to recognize that there's an issue. And there's going to be times where you feel that you're going crazy because you're not sure if you're doing the right thing by just kind of letting them hit rock bottom on their own. One thing that I've learned is the harder you try to avoid or you, you try to protect your, you know, these people, the more they're going to pull away and the more they're going to do what they want. So one of the questions that I had for myself was, should I have left a while back? Maybe the father of my children would have gotten help sooner. But I do believe that things happen for a reason. And I do continue to pray for him to get the help that he needs. As for the confusion of going back and, you know, previously I would go back and forth. 
before I moved out of there, I would go back and forth because I would get caught up and wrapped up in my emotions. And of course, things will happen where, of course, me and him would encounter one another and there would be the whole reminiscing game and the victimizing game. And as much as you love these people, realize that when they're under the influence, it's not about them coming back in spurts. Sometimes it's an act of desperation. You never really know what to think, especially when things continue to be fabricated. But all I have to say is keep your chin up, keep going, and it's going to be okay. I had to take a, a few deep breaths when I found all of our old belongings on the porch. Like I said, I faced my fears and I spoke with him and I asked him, how did you find out where I lived? I didn't get a definite answer, but at the same time, just know and just do all of the necessary precautions. Don't ever underestimate. Everything will be fine though. Stay strong. Well, I would like to hear your thoughts, opinions, and let me know what you guys think of this podcast. I really hope that I can provide any assistance or any help. That's actually what continues to keep me going, is knowing that one day after I get out of this entire ordeal, I will have the capability of helping somebody else out. But I do want to thank all the listeners. If you're going through anything at this moment, stay strong. I made it out the other side, and I'm still trying to make it. There's still a few things I need to iron out. And I can promise you that it's not always going to be pretty. Just because you get out, the battle doesn't stop there, especially if you have children. Just be prepared to fight a battle. And if you know that you're going to fight a battle, and if you prepare yourself, get ready. Get your mind ready. Because that's the most important thing. If you're not prepared mentally, you will lose the battle. Don't allow anyone else to win that battle. You need to win that battle. And even if things don't turn out as you would wish for them to, understand that that does not mean that you're a failure. That just means that you were meant to take another path so you can learn something else. You were meant to take another path to cross through an entirely different obstacle because you're being prepared for a much greater thing in your life. Things will continue to get better if you believe that they will get better. Though I am physically exhausted and mentally exhausted, 
as we speak. I do my best to look at things and continue to be hopeful. Well, not exactly hopeful because I know that I have more control over the situation than I realize. And I hope all of you guys realize that too. That even though things could be bad now, even though things may be draining, if you feel that you're moving like a zombie, here's my word of advice. Keep moving. Even if you feel like you're going to collapse, sit down for a moment, take a breather, but don't spend the night. Keep going. Keep going. Don't think about anything. Just keep going. Lay out the plans. If you're one of those people that are contemplating of what you're doing, if you're contemplating, if you've already started the process, then you need to follow through with it. And just keep walking. It may be slow. Take steps here and there. But set those goals. Set those goals and get out. One thing I have to say as another thing I have to say is with your with your soon to be ex-spouse or you know if you're whoever it is that you're t- wanting to leave behind don't feel guilty about it because even at the end of the day you're doing them a favor you're going to have the finger pointed at you But understand that it's not entirely your fault. You may get the talk of, you just gave up on me. If you have children and you walked away, you didn't give up on anybody. What you're doing is you're fighting for your children. You're fighting for yourself. And there's no reason, there's no reason for you to stay in a relationship that you're unhappy in. Even if it comes down to having children. Understand that you're doing what's best. Write down the reasons of why you made your decision. Or if you haven't made a solid decision yet. Write down the the pros and cons of why you're contemplating that decision. Read it every day and that will push you. And if you've already made up your mind, write out a plan. I think that's something that I'll go over with you guys tomorrow. But it is approximately... 121 in the morning. I haven't fully embraced being a full-time single mom. Because everything to me, as I mentioned, is still new. But one thing I can say is, it's not easy. But it keeps you busy. Keep going before... We get to that moment of complaining 
let's ask ourselves, how much time have we really put into it? Even if it seems hard, before you even think that it's hard. You got to say, did I do everything that I possibly could? If we have that mentality that it's supposed to just be us relying on ourselves, you won't even have time to complain about anything. That's how it's been with me. And just seeing my two children happy, that's enough for me. Knowing that they're safe, knowing that I'm providing everything that I can, that's more than enough for me. Well, being that it is close to 2 o'clock... I do have an early start in the morning. You mothers know what I'm talking about. So, on a positive note, before I actually knock out, I just want to say, if you're killing it right now, you can kill it alone. And no the reasons why you're fighting. Write it down. We'll go through that tomorrow. I'm your host, Cherry Golightly, signing off. Once again, thank you for listening to the first episode of Still I Rise. Thank you very much and have a wonderful evening slash morning. Until then, bye.